chance for the next two hours to talk to you all about what's happening with queer women around India and the world. A topic of the day that I kind of pick from the the headlines and then we can kind of discuss it. And on Thursdays, we have our bonus feature of Lavender 101, where we have like, I don't know, anything you want it to be really. You can teach me how to say something in Hindi or uh, I'll give you some information about something that's happening, an issue we need to really be thinking about. And of course, next we'll have our Lavender Lady of the Week. And uh, I'll talk to you, give you some fun facts about her. This is also actually LGBT uh, History Month, but I'm going to keep doing this even after October. I think we should know our own history and know what's happening in the queer world and all the different ways that queer people have contributed to, uh, you know, to everything in society. You know, sometimes we forget that uh, we're, we're part of society like everyone else. Also, I'm going to share with you some local support group information uh, supporting queer women and the LGBT communities all over India in our Where Are the Women feature. And then Saturday, we will also have a a wonderful guest. Gacy is going to be joining us from Mumbai. So you want to make sure that you catch Saturday's show. They're going to be here in Bangalore. They're coming for their launch of their Gacy zine, which we're doing uh, in conjunction with them, where their radio partner, Q Radio, is. So before we go into today's news, I want to read out what I got in my inbox. I love getting mail, by the way. Keep sending me mail. Apurva sent in a mail last week. Uh, We were talking about deal breakers, deal makers. What makes a relationship? What breaks a relationship? And Apurva said, my deal maker would be having a smart one. Knowledge is so important. Humor and yes, of course, dancing. I agree with you completely, Apurva. Dancing is very important. We went out with WAC, that is the support group in Bangalore here, uh, the women's group, we're here in Queer, and we were dancing like crazy last night. Wednesdays we meet, if you're interested in some of our meetings or you'd like to join in, we're going to have a a small break, and when I come back, I have news for you, I have stories, all kinds of things going on in in the queer and gay world today. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. We're back. Let me know your feedback. It makes me so happy to have a radio station that's just dedicated to queer issues. And I know it makes you happy too. Call us up and let us know what you think about this, what you think about the content, what you'd like to see more of. We want to hear from you. All right, so let's get into the news for today. Uh, Based on U.S. federal law, Oklahoma, that's my home state, by the way, had its first same-sex marriage in its borders, but within the Native American tribe's land, who as a sovereign nation separate from the state of Oklahoma, they have tribal laws, uh, the Cheyenne Arapaho tribe will perform a wedding and have issued a marriage license to the couple who has been together for nine years. This is big news, folks. Oklahoma has some of the biggest and most uh, blatantly anti-gay, homophobic, really scary laws in the country. They actually added into their state constitution that we could not uh, have gay marriage and that gay marriage was never going to be in Oklahoma. But now, because we have tribal land in Oklahoma, it looks like we are going to have gay marriage in Oklahoma. So I'm really happy about that. And I'm sending out a shout out to my to my folks back home. I'm wishing you all the best from India. 
Uh, also, we have a story about uh, the federal government, the U.S. federal government, spending $2.2 million, are you ready for this, on why lesbians are obese. Apparently, some 75% of lesbians are obese, and uh, it's a well-established fact now that women of minority sexual orientation are disproportionately affected by the obesity academic, with nearly three-quarters of adult lesbians overweight or obese compared to half of heterosexual women. So yes, some stereotypes of women being a little bit heavier might ring true. Let's talk about why, though. I want to know why that is, why you think that is. We're going to get back to it after we get through the headlines, though. I have lots to say about that. $2.2 million, really? I think they could have spent it some other way. Also, fertility clinics have been putting a new twist on how to make babies. And, uh, oh, we have a caller. Let's hear from them. Hello, you're on air with Mari. This is Lavender Life. Who am I speaking to? Hello, yeah. Ah, you're there. Tell me. Yes. This is Mari. Yeah, yeah uh, like, it's wonderful to, you know, uh, to finally listen to a queer radio. That's like, I just great. Thought of What's your name? You. Where are you calling from? Um, uh, my name is Vikram. Uh, I'm calling from Chennai. That's wonderful. Vikram, I think you are our first caller from Chennai. We're so happy you joined us today. What do you think about the show so far? Yeah, I think it's amazing. Um, like, um, it's kind of like very, very, uh, you know, how to explain. It's like, it's kind of like a dream come true. It know, is like a dream come sort of, true, isn't it? It feels yeah. a little bit surreal, even that I'm sitting here talking to you right now, Vikram, I have to be honest. I'm not yeah. used to the idea of there being such a wonderful thing like a queer radio station right here in India. And uh, I'm so excited that you called. I'm so happy to hear a boy calling us, too, on Lavender Live. Tell me, what is it like in Chennai? Tell me what's happening in Chennai on the queer scene. Uh, Chennai is, 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 is going well. I think it's kind of picking up lately. Uh -huh. um, so the pride marches are happening. So When is your pride going to be? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. When is pride in Chennai? It generally happens at the end of June, okay. um, the last week of uh, June. Oh, so, right. like, uh, we usually attend uh, Bangalore Pride marches. So oh, that's wonderful. Kind that's of picking wonderful up in India. So you'll come for this Pride, right? Yeah, I do, I do. Uh, last year I couldn't, but uh, I, I made it a uh, couple of times here. Great, great. Well, we're looking forward to you coming. And uh, okay, I'm hoping so, like, uh, is going to be there. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. I I have my boyfriend here. I think he wants to talk to you. Uh, Great. Kind of, uh, I'd love to say hello. <laughs> okay, just give me a minute, yeah? Hello. 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 Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Rupesh here from hello, Chennai. Hello, Rupesh from Chennai. So, yeah. Rupesh and Vikram, how long have you been together? Four years. Four, Four years. and a half years. I that is, that's a very uh, a very <laughs> wonderful amount of time, right? That's not small. <laughs> Yeah, of course. We just want to wish the Q Radio. It's amazing. It's an amazing effort by you people. Thank you so much. We just so want much. to wish you guys. Thank you so much, Rupesh. We it are really, really proud of you guys. We want to hear from the community. Have you? Is this the first uh, show that you're picking? You're hearing? No, no, no. I used to hear. This is the first show which my boyfriend is hearing. Oh, awesome. That's great. That's yeah. great. So do yeah. still tune for our other shows and tell everyone in Chennai about the shows. And, yeah, sure, uh, you sure. know, Definitely actually, I'm looking that. for lots of information on support groups all over India. All right, all right. I think we're going to have to take a short break, Rupesh and Vikram. Thank you so much for calling, and yeah. uh, keep listening, okay? 
sure, sure. All right. Thank bye, you, Alan. Take care. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a short break. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. This is Lavender Life with Mari. Uh, we were talking about the news before Vikram and uh, Rupesh called. Thank you, Vikram. Thank you, Rupesh, for calling from Chennai. My first call from Chennai. Uh, and I was just getting ready to say that fertility clinics have put a new twist on how to make babies. A two-mom approach that lets female same-sex couples share the biological role. So how are they doing that? Basically, what's happening is they're using one woman's egg and the other woman is using her womb. So the woman's egg is mixed in a lab dish with donor sperm and then implanted in the other woman who carries the pregnancy. Really interesting. I think that that's something that uh, a lot of lesbians that want to have babies or, or same-sex female couples are really going to be interested in. And uh, then finally, our last headline is, new UK study says lesbian couples are twice as likely as gay men to end civil, civil partnerships as divorces, up by 20%. Shocking, shocking, shocking queer women. And we're the ones that are like U-hauling and, you know, we're like always the ones that are ready to get into a relationship fast. I can't believe that. So these are the things that I want to talk about with you guys today. All right. So I was looking at all of that information that I just gave you, all of these different headlines, and what really stood out for me today was uh, two things. First of all, the $2.2 million spent on studying lesbians and why they're obese. It seems like there's so many better things that you could spend money on. Um, but okay, it's important. Health is really important, so that's probably a good thing. Uh, they put it another way. They said perhaps uh, America is overweight. Oh, America is overweight, all overweight, except for gay men who have nearly uh, half the risk of obesity compared to heterosexual males. What do you think about this? I was like amazed by this study. Uh, why do you think that lesbians and bisexual women might be obese? Uh, why do you think that? I think that maybe they have a different kind of body image. I think that's maybe one of the reasons. Let's talk about it at our next uh, break. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. And we're back on Lavender Life. I'm going to be with you for the next hour and a half. We just had our Here's What's Happening in the World section. And now we're going to go into our general topic, which is lesbian relationships. I think our lesbian relationships, they're kind of different from other relationships. We have some specific issues that kind of crop up. And uh, we also have some specific life skills. I think that, yes, I mean, all relationships, they have kind of the same issues and the same uh, problems. But there are some specific things I think that we can do, some specific skills that we can kind of practice to make our, our relationships better. And I think if we're getting divorced more than the, the boys by 20%, I think we need to definitely talk about these things. Uh, I've noticed that we're very quick to mate and it needs, it looks like we need some help in staying mated. So today I'm going to focus on what's considered a long-term relationship, which is the ever-elusive goal of many lesbians and queer women, but maybe not what we've been able to make happen in our own lives. First, what's like talk about what long-term means. I think, you know, lesbian relationships, they kind of, we talk about them in cat years. So I'm talking about relationships that are more than three or four years. Uh, I always say a lesbian relationship of one year is like nine years in everyone else's terms. 
So that's like 27 lesbian years, a three-year relationship. Uh, what do you think? What do you think a long-term relationship is called? Um, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the relationship issues and let's talk about relationship skills. On to the issues. I've kind of pinpointed three main issues that I've seen in my friends' queer women relationships. The first one is being too emotional. Two women get together and it's kind of like lava and sparks and uh, it, it's wonderful and it's passionate, but it can be uh, quite quite daunting. Uh, also, this is also a problem when we see one lesbian woman hangs on to a relationship that isn't feeding her needs, uh, when one or both women jump over the dating stage and rush to commit, when a lesbian breaks up with a partner and so is, depre- and so, is so depressed that she can't move on. I've had friends that really had a hard time after a breakup and it took them a long time to kind of jump back in the saddle and try again. Uh, also, lesbianic symbiosis, symbiosis. I'm going to tell you what I think that what that means to me when we come back from the break. And the last one for our issues is emotional cheating. What is emotional cheating? What do you think about emotional cheating? What does it mean to you? Let's talk about it when we come back. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, I'm back. This is Mari with Lavender Life. I hope you're enjoying the show. We've just about finished our first hour. We've talked about here's what's happening. We've talked about uh, some different things about lesbian relationships. I was just going over the issues that we have. Uh, Different issues. Uh, So, yeah, so we were talking about emotional cheating. What is clear is that emotional cheating goes be outside the boundaries of a normal friendship. So some, some of the common signs of emotional cheating are she shares her most intimate thoughts with someone outside of your relationship. She seeks and gives a majority of her emotional support to someone outside of your relationship. She depends on someone else other than you, your, her significant other, to meet her needs and make her feel loved, connected, and significant. Or she's just very distracted by someone else when she she should be present in your relationship. For instance, uh, you know, always being out to dinner with them or always texting them or always talking to them. She spends more time connecting with someone outside of your relationship. What do you think about emotional cheating? And do you think that's one of the major issues in, in lesbian relationships? I know that uh, for me, I've seen lesbian relationships where we have a big circle of lesbian friends. And, you know, one friend is like kind of this partner and this and another friend kind of functions as uh, another part of a relationship. Relationship. What do you think about that? And then I mentioned uh, lesbian symbiosis. What is lesbian symbiosis? Lesbians have a tendency to start to grow together into sort of uh, one person, wherein the two women in the relationship become almost indistinguishable, indistinguishable from one another. Have you ever seen that happen in one of your queer women's friends' uh, relationships? They start dressing alike. They start talking alike. They don't go out. I always have called it nesting, but I love this term, lesbianic symbiosis. So these are some of the issues that I think we have. And then uh, I have some ways that I think maybe we can, some skills, some life skills maybe to uh, help it uh, be resolved some some what what I want to call this tips 10 tips for lesbians in committed relationships so here we go with our top 10 uh, number one 
communicate, communicate, communicate. I can't stress this enough. Uh, as someone who is in a relationship, who's been in a relationship, a long-term relationship, man, if you don't talk about the small things, they become big things. I think that's the first key in any relationship, but especially in lesbian relationships. Uh, I saw this uh, meme on Facebook. It was talking about uh, the, the time it takes a woman to tell you uh, no, uh, after you have asked her what's wrong, shows how big the problem was. Wouldn't you say that to be true? Call me up. Tell me what you think about that. So we've got over communication as the first one. When we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you some more. All right. Stay tuned. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. And if you've been listening, you know I'm talking about lesbian relationships today and everything that is special about a feminine, queer, lavender relationship. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. We have another hour to go. This is my first show at my new time. Tell me how you think about my new time. We were talking about uh, different tips and, and tricks we can use for our relationships. The first one I just told you was communication. That's so important, right? Talk it out. Talk it out, girls. Uh, the next one, make time for each other. Life always kind of gets in, in the way, but if we don't schedule us time where we really kind of just step back and, you know, have a date night or whatever, block that calendar time, then uh, I think you kind of lose sight of why you're even in that relationship with a person. Number three, keep it fresh. You know the saying goes, relationships take work. Well, that's true, but it always doesn't have to be a negative connotation. Keep it fresh. You know, learn new things together. Try new things. Go new places. Make new friends together. And that kind of leads really nicely into number four, which is grow together, not apart. One really effective way to keep your relationship strong is to have shared goals. Working with your partner on a project or a plan for the future can bring you closer together by increasing your time together and then you share thoughts you share ideas you share dreams and that intimacy that communication that we were talking about as number one thing to keep a relationship together that kind of uh, you know that ties in with that I think uh, number five this is really important uh, when we talk about uh, queer women's relationships maintain healthy outside relationships none of this cocooning into uh, you know some kind of uh, nesting lesbian symbiosis, as I said, one of the issues is for lesbians. You need to maintain the relationships with your friends, with your family, with your co-workers. Uh, if you don't, you're going to be feeling suffocated. At one point or another, someone will feel suffocated in the relationship. Number six, sex and intimacy at all costs. Keep it keep it rocking in the bedroom, girls. You know, sex is an important part of our relationship, and it's very strongly related to intimacy. They've done a lot of studies that show that, especially in women, uh, sex and intimacy are, are very related. And, uh, you know, you get your hormones flowing. That hormone oxytocin is released when you have an uh, intimate relationship with your partner. Uh, it, it, it bonds you. It's uh, essential for long-term bonding. It's the same... Uh, chemical, actually, that bonds a mother to its child. I find that very interesting. All right, we're going to talk about some more when we come back from this break. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. This is Mari on Q Radio with Lavender Life. 
Uh, we're just coming into the second hour of our show today. Now I'm going to join you on your ride home. Uh, yeah, we were talking about lesbian relationships and some tips and tricks to make things a little bit better. We were on number seven. Number seven is don't get jealous. Yes, I know it's hard, ladies. I know that, especially since we're emotional creatures, at least for me, sometimes, yeah, I mean, it's normal and natural. I think we do get jealous sometimes. And it's all too common, I think, in the lesbian community. But jealousy can ruin a relationship. It occurs really when there's a lack of trust between partners. And if you feel you are being controlled by a jealous partner or that you are jealous, confront those feelings. Discuss them with your partner, why you're feeling threatened in the relationship, and move past it. If you need professional help, get it. You know, there, you, there are ways to keep your relationship together. You don't have to necessarily break up. There is counseling, couples counseling. Uh, there's lots of different counselors that do even lesbian couples counseling in India. If you're interested in some of that information, you, uh, so that you can maybe get couples counseling. All right, number eight, compromise. You can't always have things your way. Uh, I like to call myself the empress. Don't tell anyone. Uh, but yeah, I'm not the empress. I have to, uh, I have to bow to the queen sometimes and uh, let other people in and, and let them uh, have their way. It has to be about compromise. Number nine, stay connected. Keep in touch with the lesbian gay community. Uh, unlike hetero couples, uh, homosexuals, we have virtually no societal support. Sometimes uh, we're still in the closet. We haven't told our parents. We haven't told our, our co-workers. We haven't told people about our relationship. And when you have problems in a relationship and you have no one to talk to, that is the loneliest feeling. I know I've been there, ladies, and it's just not a good place to be. So make sure that you stay connected to a support group in your city so that you have people you can talk to uh, that will really understand where you're coming from as a lesbian woman, as a bisexual woman, as a trans woman, as a queer woman. And number 10, maintain good health. Nothing is sexier and more romantic than a clean, healthy body. Take care of yourself. Eat well, get plenty of sleep, and exercise regularly. And, you know, these can feed into one another, these different points, right? It said uh, stay connected, do new things. Join a gym together. If 75% of uh, queer women are having weight issues, that should be something that we could do. Or take a walk together every day. Make it your designated talk time. There are lots of different ways that you can kind of uh, freshen things up. In conclusion, keeping a relationship is definitely much harder than it looks, uh, but I think it's worth it, and I think, uh, I think I'd like to see more healthy relationships. I've been in a good relationship for about four and a half years now, and I have to say it's work, but it's definitely worth it. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. This is Lavender Life. You're listening to Mari. This is uh, we're going into the last, I don't know, 45 minutes of the show. And I just have some lovely guests in the show. I just have to have them say hello. Say hello, Priyank. Come say hello. Hello, Mari. Yes, Priyank <laughs> is visiting from Hyderabad. <laughs> he, yeah. Did you start Queer Campus? Okay, wait. We're not going to get into it. We're going to get into it in Queerlicious from 7 to 9. Make sure you listen to Queerlicious tonight. You're going to hear more from Priyank. He's right here in our studio. 
Thank you for showing me the boy, Roman. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that boy. He's so sweet, no? All right, I'm going to see you after my show, yeah? Okay. All right, so we were talking about uh, queer women relationships, keeping them fresh. I gave you some pointers. Tell me what you think about the things I said. If you think that there was all a bunch of malarkey, then... Tell me that also. Tell me what you think is important in a lesbian relationship. I think the most important thing is, uh, you know, making it your number one priority, making your relationship at the top of your list and not taking that person for granted. I've been in good relationships and bad relationships. And really, when you're in a good one, I mean, it's, it's, it's something to keep. So be with someone who loves you, who takes care of you. Uh, my daughter, once she gave me some really good advice, she said, I don't care who you love, Mama, just as long as they love you because you are lovable. So that's what I'm wishing for all my lavender ladies out there listening. And, uh, yeah, make sure it's the person that takes care of you and you take care of that person. And I think that's what's most important in any relationship. Also, I want to talk to you about Lavender 101. Since we were talking earlier about 75% of uh, lesbian and queer women being either overweight or obese, depending on the medical definition, I wanted to know what you thought about that. I mean, like, what can we do about that? Do we have, you know, like, where do we put that information? Is it that we have a better body image? You know, if you look at, like, old paintings, Rembrandt paintings, uh, Matisse's paintings, even uh, even all of, all of the Impressionist paintings, women were a little bit heavier uh, than they are now. They're not like the stick figures that you see women as now. Maybe we as women are just attracted to other curvy women. Could that be it? Uh, are we stronger, but we actually weigh? more because lesbians also statistically studies have shown to be uh, kind of physically stronger than heterosexual women. Uh, are we attracted to those extra pounds? Uh, whatever the case may be, probably a little exercise wouldn't hurt us considering that we do have very high levels of stress and the best relationships, even the one with yourself, start with a healthy body and mind. So what are some of your favorite ways to get that extra energy flowing, to get those hormones going? Is it dancing? Is is it sex? Is it walking? Is it the gym? Is it yoga? I'll tell you, I like to dance. That's my favorite thing to do exercise-wise. I, I, don't, I don't like to go to the gym much. Walking is like, okay, I'll do it if there's someone with me. But dancing, dancing really makes me happy. Tell me what makes you happy when it comes to exercise. And tell him what you think about fidelity. What is the meaning of fidelity? What is uh, your take on fidelity? Is it only sexual? Is it emotional also? Tell me what you think. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. This is Mari and you were just listening to Chikini Chanani, Chikini Chanani. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm not going to sing. I'm not a singer. I'll have to bring my daughter on sometime. Uh, I really like her voice. No, it's so sexy, her voice. Uh, we were talking about, what were we talking about? We were just kind of talking in general about being strong and keeping ourselves strong. I'm going to give you some more tips and things in Lavender 101 as time goes on. And I, I'd love it if you would send me some poetry, send me uh, art projects you're doing, like maybe you have an art blog or, or anything that is queer related. I would love to see what you're doing in the community. So let me know. Uh, we want to know what you're doing, what is happening in the communities and in 
India. Ah, yes, we're going to talk about Urvashi Ved. She is an attorney, an author, an activist, and the executive director of Arcus Foundation. She was born in New Delhi, India, and she moved to New York when she was a child where her father taught at the State University. Ved's uh, interest in politics began at the age of 11 in an anti-war protest in the 60s. Uh, in 1979, she graduated from Vassar College and she received her law degree in 1983, where she founded the Boston Lesbian and Gay Political Alliance. Very active woman. Uh, she served as a staff attorney for National Prisons Projects of the American Civil Liberties Union and litigated class action suits to challenge prison conditions, initiating the organization's HIV and AIDS inmate project. Uh, in 1986, she joined the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force and she worked there for 10 years. Uh, she's done so much to build a better space for uh, queer people in the world, not only in the U.S., in India also, uh, as she is an Indian-American, she's done lots. Why do we have this feature? I want to talk a little bit about why this feature is important and why LGBT history is important, why coming out month is important. We need these things. We need to talk about these things because these achievements of LGBT people have been hidden. And it's always been easy for others to stereotype and to distort the reality of their lives. We just didn't know that there were LGBT uh, heroes out there, that there were mentors out there in every walk of life. Uh, you name it, they were there. Florence Nightingale, for instance, was a lesbian, one of the first n nurses. So that's why I want to have a Lavender Lady of the Week and talk about these things. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I've had a lot of fun today. It was really nice talking to Vikram and uh, Rupesh earlier today. I hope you boys will call in again. It's always nice to hear some male voice when we're talking about all lavender things. So I was just telling you about our Lavender Lady of the Week, Urvashi Vaid. Uh, this is a quote of hers, and I thought it was very appropriate for lavender life. Gay people do not fight for freedom to live in a lavender bubble, but in a more just society. And that's what we want here at Q Radio. We want our society to be more just. We want to be able to have our voices heard, and we want your voices heard. Uh, yes, so our next section is called Local Lavender, and that's where I tell you some things, some of the things that are happening in, uh, in the community, or actually, sorry, our next one is Where Are the Women? Where are they? Where are the women is where we talk about support groups all over India that are doing something for LGBT community. We'll get to Local Lavender in a minute, but I really want to talk about uh, where, where are the women today. It's an exciting one. Um, there's lots going on, and I'm going to feature Hyderabad today and Wajud. So a shout out to Wajud. I'm hoping you're listening, Hyderabad. Hyderabad's one of the one of the uh, the phone calls I usually get. I usually get a phone call from Hyderabad. It's kind of sad. I haven't gotten one today. All right, so let's get into Wajud. Wajud literally means existence. It's also an Arabic word, uh, actually, and it means we are present. We're here, kind of like we're here and queer. Uh, it's a community-based organization for LGBT uh, people. 
formed by a team of five young and energetic people. It is registered with the Office of Registered Societies in Hyderabad as a society, and it is based out of Hyderabad, India. Wajud's objectives are to build a safe space for LGBTs to network, involve, and associate with one another, to create a safe platform wherein LGBT people are given opportunities to express themselves in the form of artistic skills without any inhibitions or fear, to network and foster healthy relationships with other NGOs, support groups, individuals, etc., through events wherein help is exchanged in mutual understanding, to represent Hyderabad's LGBT community by being its assertive and firm defendant when, it is, when its existence, prominence, and identity is either challenged, misinterpreted, misrepresented, or condemned. And finally, when in crisis, to support LGBT people by intervening through appropriate channels. Very important. If you have any inquiries, you want to reach out to them. I know there's a lot of Hyderabadi uh, women that listen to my show. I hope men also. Uh, you can reach out to them. The email to reach out to them is wajud.lgbt. That's wajud, W-A-J-O-O-D dot L-G-B-T at gmail.com. And uh, get in touch with them. Let them know that Mari sent you their way. I'm looking, for lots to, looking forward to lots more time with you and lots more shows. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what you want to hear more of. I will get the research done on the topics that you enjoy listening to. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here.